Woohoo! Wow! Happy weekend, everybody. Lots of stuff going on on this Saturday. It's going to be a busy weekend for me. This is Jeremiah Craig, by the way. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Busy weekend. This morning, I am pushing and promoting the Supporting Sound Showcase, trying to get sponsors for this thing. And if you haven't heard on my channel previously, I'm, I'm organizing a showcase of local artists here in Seattle. So there's, there's four music groups that are going to be playing at this showcase, and one artist presenting her work during the showcase and I'm putting this together to support the music scene a little bit more because playing around here I've noticed that the venues aren't very supportive like the there's a lot of pay-to-play stuff and random hoops that you gotta jump through as a performer so they don't really pull their weight to make the music scene in Seattle any better. So I figured I'd just take it into my own hands and rent a facility to put on our own show. So that's what we're doing here, and we're trying to get the business community involved too by seeking sponsorships for this event. So. The top-level sponsorship is called the Diamond Sponsorship Level, where the business gets to have their name on the actual logo and event. So let's say, let's say that Capital One or something decided to buy the top-level sponsorship. It would be Capital One Presents Supporting Sound Showcase. And that's a really good deal because, you know, you get that name on all the press releases, on all the media coverage, so social media communication, the videos, the content after the fact, you know, there's a banner on the stage behind the performer, so every time somebody takes a picture in the crowd of somebody playing, then your ad is there too, or your, your logo is there too. There's branding everywhere, and that's only 600 bucks. That's less than... It's less than a radio ad, or a print ad, or a television ad. And this is forever. It just doesn't go out in the newspaper once and then get forgotten about. There's no, there's no interruption with this. So it's way more valuable. So I'm, I'm reaching out to a whole bunch of companies here in Seattle to see if they are interested in sponsoring and there's other levels too i mean it starts at the brown sponsorship level of 25 dollars so it's a pretty good deal for everybody in the business world so if you know anybody or your business might want to get in on this email me at info at jeremiahcraig.com because uh this is definitely going to be this is definitely going to be a successful thing so so that's what I'm doing today. That's what I did this morning, seeking sponsors for this event. And this afternoon I'll be playing some music and 
doing a little bit of recording maybe in between some more work on this seeking sponsorships, making videos to help promote it a little bit. So busy day for me, but I'll be listening in to everybody. And I think that I'm going to play a song right now because I'd like to. A banjo song. So I think I'm going to take a call in and then do a story song intro and then the song itself. Look out, everybody. <laughs> hey, Jeremiah. Thanks so much for calling in. I got to call in back. Yours cracked me up, though, the most. I think when you're like Washington, D.C. or Washington State, I didn't even think about it, but that's always like a misconception or like something people get confused about like so you're from dc i'm like i don't really know anybody from dc who says they're from washington that's just me though and then i totally get it when you're like oh i am not driving <laughs> in seattle i totally get it because over there the traffic is pretty insane and the only reason I think people would drive is if they have other things to do after work. And they it's like a time constraint. They have to get it done. Other than that, totally on board with catching the bus. Because the transit system is pretty dope out there. Thanks again. Totally listen to your station. Check mine out as well. Even more. Have a good day. Jess. Yeah. The Washington versus Washington, D.C. thing. I'm never sure. I always assume it's Washington State. But there's always that slight percentage of me, like that, like 20%. It's like, do they actually mean D.C.? Because I don't know anybody. I'm not close to anybody who is from Washington, D.C. I know people who have moved there. And you're right, they usually just say D.C. But there's always that slight percentage of me. It's like, ugh. What do you mean? <laughs> the traffic here is crazy. So I try to take the bus as much as possible. Even sometimes if I have something to do after work. Because, you know, sometimes it's, it, it's the same. Or maybe even the bus is faster. Because they got the HOV. And then here's my dumb person in the boat of a Buick that I have sitting there in the regular traffic lane watching all these buses go by and I'm like oh man I should have just taken the bus right <laughs> so sometimes if even if you got something to do it's faster on the bus as long as you time it right as long as you time it right it's all about the timing but, yeah, I'm definitely digging what you're putting down over there on your station. And if anybody else is listening, swipe back and tap that little star button. Subscribe. Get her on your dial. Thanks for the calling. Have a good day. Peace. And now it's time for some songs. Woo! This is Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in on this Saturday. A few years ago, I decided to make an album of just banjo songs. I was playing a lot of guitar and noticed that 
that's mainly what my albums were composed of. It's just a whole bunch of acoustic guitar songs. And my first instrument was the banjo. So I wanted to get back to my roots and write a ton of songs just for the banjo and make an album without any guitar on it whatsoever. And I wrote that in Phoenix, Arizona. I recorded it with my buddy Jake Boucher, who plays the upright bass and the drums on the album. It's called Lost Keys and Lounge Strange. The whole premise of the album is a guy is spinning his keys while walking down the road. He has a, he's having a good day. But his keys fly out of his hands as he's mid-spin, and they kind of go into this dive bar, like just in the, inside the door. So he goes in thinking that he could just pick it up, pick up his keys and go. But he gets in there and he can't find his keys, right? So he goes to the manager. He says, hey, I just lost my keys in here and I can't find them. Have you seen them? The manager says, no, I haven't seen your keys, but maybe my patrons have seen your keys. Why don't you go around and ask them? So the visitor goes and asks all the patrons. Nobody has his keys. Every time he asks somebody, they just give him this weird story instead. Like there's ghost stories. There's alien stories. There's monster stories. There's murder stories. So, nobody has his keys. He gets back to the manager and he says, listen, nobody has my keys. What's, what's going on here? The manager says, oh, I had your keys the whole time. I just wanted you to talk to my crazy patrons. <laughs> so every song on this album is a story from one of those patrons and i'm going to play one of those songs now and it's called the ghost that ghosts fear the most the song is about a person who died in an accident on the road and when he wakes up he's a ghost when he when he comes to he's a ghost and he'd already been cremated So he realizes he's a ghost and he goes home to say goodbye to his family before he does whatever ghosts do. But on his way home, he notices at one of his old neighbor's house that there's a disturbance. So he goes in because he's a ghost and he can do whatever he wants pretty much. And he notices that his neighbor is being harassed by two ghosts, two other ghosts. So he decides that he's going to play the superhero. And he has unordinary powers over these other ghosts. Because those ghosts were buried and he was cremated. Which gives him a little bit more power, apparently, according to the song. So... He becomes the ghost 
that ghosts fear the most, and he saves the day, he saves his neighbor. So, here's the song. It's a little, it's a little weird, <laughs> but I hope you enjoy it. When I finally came to, I was far from the wreck of the grove. I was at the crematorium with the man running the stove. Well, I reached out to grab the man whose work kept him so trim. But when my hand met his shoulder, I just passed right through him. And then I noticed the guest list as I began to turn. And the ring in the dust where they had placed the urn. Well, it did finally happen. Yes, I finally met my end. Doomed to walk the earth until time started up again. Yes. So I made my way home to give one last goodbye When I heard a cry of terror from the old Stanley place walking by Now they say that place is haunted and they say it kinda soft Careful so the spirits they don't move from loft to loft Seen that I could go unnoticed, I thought I would check in Since those old Stanley folks had been as close as kin But when I walked in I could not believe what I had saw Two specters had Miss Stanley fried and huddled against the wall They were two spirits of thieves who died in jail And buried in the cemetery when winter's air got stale They looked at me in amazement when I told them to get lost Or they would be sorry that our paths had ever crossed They both laughed aloud and said ghosts can't do each other harm and To prove it one walked up and stuck his hand through my arm It was then I threw a punch just to double check his test And my fist had landed hard against his face as if it was still flesh And then the other attacked but it was all in vain And soon they were scared off from the beating I had laid And I started to wonder why I was so differently made And I realized they were buried and I was released by the flame Yeah So there must be something special about a fire after death Instead of wasting good space for an eternity's rest So if you're some lowly dirt muncher haunting those who can't defend Know that I'm the ghost, ghost fear the most and you best not test the trend Ha! So I'm just sitting here Waiting for this video to export. Oh goodness. There it is. And felt like playing the guitar a little bit. And I started playing this one from the family. This is a good old family song. From my family. It's called Old Man Dooley. This is a fun one. So I'm gonna play it here while this video is exporting. Dooley came home one too many times, drunker than a skunk, without a single dime. Yes, old Mrs. Dooley, she got out that rolling pin and hit him on the head, to rid him of his sin. Yeah, Dooley 
doobie doobie while you stand there and wait Hit you so hard she's gonna make you a saint Come on Dooley just turn and walk away Save that old rolling pin for another day Yeah. She's as straight as she could be Hates that old devil And dislikes whiskey She go to church on Sunday She reads that Bible every night Gets a hold of Dooley And she lets him know what's right Yeah, Dooley, Dooley, Dooley Why you stand there and wait Hit you so hard She gonna make you a saint Come on, Dooley And just turn and walk away Save that old rolling pin For another day Mrs. Dooley, she was walking down the street Saw Dooley in the bar, on the floor at someone's feet She saw him through the window and through that door she came Grabbed a hold of Dooley and he never been the same Now Dooley, 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 why you stand there and wait? Hits you so hard, she gonna make you safe Come on Dooley, just turn and walk away Save that old rolling pin for another day Yeah. Come on, Julie, just turn and walk away. Say that old old pen for another day. Yeah. That's a fun song. Today in music. Today in music. So today in music, yeah, I think I'm going to start doing regular segments, or at least test it out, see what happens. So I don't think this will be the first one, but I hope you enjoy it, these regular segments. Today in music, I just saw that on this day in 1965, Bob Dylan starts recording his album, Bringing It All Back Home. And that was a really important album for him. Because it's the first album where he went electric. He got a lot of slack for that too, from the folk community back then. Yeah, because it's got Maggie's Farm on it his song Maggie's Farm because he played that at the 1965 Newport Folk Festival. And apparently it didn't go over very well because it's a rock song and he had a rock band on stage. You know, it wasn't pure folk music and the purists were losing their mind. Pete Seeger apparently was one of them. Now, it may be a rumor, but apparently as soon as Bob Dylan started playing Maggie's Farm with the entire band backing him, oh man, did they rock the joint. 
Whew. Pete Seeger wasn't having any of it. He said, this is a folk festival. We are respectable here. And apparently he grabbed an axe and went for the power cables to the stage. <laughs> right? I mean, nothing against Pete Seeger. He's an awesome dude. I love his music. I just think that's a funny story. Because even if it didn't happen, it's sort of the metaphor for what happened to him in the folk scene, right? All the folk peers just wanted their sacred Bob Dylan back. That blown in the wind sound, you know? Bob Dylan was done with it. So, in some respects, I mean, there's, on this album... On Bringing It All Back Home, you have It's All Right, Ma, which which definitely speaks to things, you know, controversial, political. So it's not like he left that scene entirely. And it, it took the folk scene a while to, to realize that. And eventually they said, you know, we'll keep you after they had hated him so much forever because he was taking folk music to new places, right? He was making folk music acceptable for popular radio. Bob Dylan did a ton for that. So bringing rock music to folk music like he did on this album is one of the best things that he ever did. So it's a really important album in that respect. That is Today in Music. Thanks for listening.